Hello there and welcome to today's episode of In Part Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always, I am delighted to spend this time with you as we break the bread of God's word. Friends, today is the 15th day in the month of January 2024. It's a new year and once again, I want to wish you a very, very happy new year. It's my prayer that this year and in this year that you will experience God like never before. This is not even just a cliche or random statement. If you believe it, I know and I believe that God has something great in store for you. And your year 2024 will be a fabulous year, a phenomenal year, a great year in the name of Jesus Christ. This is my belief and my prayer for you. All right. Well, today uh, I'm going to be going to the book of Luke chapter 7. We're going to be looking at Luke 7 from verse 11 to 17. One of the greatest miracles that Jesus performed or did while he was on earth. Now, if you're ready, let's read from the book of Luke chapter 7 verse 11 to 17. Yes, what the Bible reads. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain, Nain, Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and a large crowd, a large crowd with him. And when he came there, the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd again from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen up among us, and God had visited his people. And this report about him went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding region. Now, this is the story of Jesus Christ having come out of Capernaum where he healed the uh, the servant of the centurion, the man who said he himself was a man under authority. And as Jesus uh, was coming into the city, the Bible calls it the city of Nain, the city of Nain. Behold, he encountered uh, a great multitude, a crowd of people coming on. The Bible tells us that as he was going into Nain, he was also in company of a great crowd. And, uh, and there he met another great crowd on their way out of the city of Nain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my episode today is entitled The Interception. The Interception, that's right. This is where an interception occurred. And then even before I go into what I have to share with you today, in 2024, I dare say to you, you have got to be careful what crowd you're in or part of. In the story we just read, 
On one hand, we had Jesus and the crowd of people that followed him. On another hand, it was the the widow with another crowd that followed her. Now, this thing was happening um, at the gate of Nain, at the city gate into Nain or out of Nain. You were either coming out or you were going in. It depends on where you stand and which one you choose to be part of per time. Now, let's talk a little bit about the city of Maine. The city of Maine is mentioned only once in the Bible, as we have come to discover. Um, it was one, it was the site of Jesus Christ, uh, one of the site, the site of the, one of Jesus' uh, greatest miracles, like I said. And, um, and here, we noticed as Jesus came into town, he noticed the a mother, a widow, the Bible tells us, who was weeping as the pallbearers carried the body of her only son to the burial ground. Her only son has just passed away, and she herself was a widow already. You will call to me. This lady somehow has been losing all the men in her life, and in this time, um, the man in a lot, the men represents a source of provision for every household. Now, when this woman having lost her husband, and the only hope she had as a source in her house, a provider, was her only son, the Bible tells us. But now it seems that she has also lost the only son. It would therefore mean that she has lost the, her source of provision. All the men in her life have all passed away. Uh, may God never allow you to lose your source completely. Mm. Yeah, she was. The Bible tells us that when Jesus saw them, he had compassion on her, and then he told her, Don't cry, he said to her. Then he goes forward and touched the frame, um, the frame of they that were carrying the dead boy, and and the Bible says, And they stood still. And then Jesus spoke to the dead man and said, Young man, I say unto you, Arise, get up. The Bible says immediately the widow's son sat up um, and began to speak. All right, and then Jesus took him and presented him back to his mother. I pray for you this day that everything that seems to have been a loss in your life, by the power in the name of Jesus and by the authority in the blood of the Lamb, there is about to be an interception in your life, and God is about to restore unto you that which you have lost in the name of Jesus. Can I hear you say amen, even in your heart as you listen? Now, because of this miracle, many glorified God and the news of this, the Bible says, spread quickly throughout the region. Now, you must understand that name, name, the word name uh, means beauty or pleasantness. Beauty or pleasantness. In Hebrew, name referred to the green pastures or loveliness. Okay, in the time Nain was one, or at one time the Bible or uh, commentaries would tell us that Nain was at one time fairly prosperous. But scholars over the time believe that a sudden change in the economy brought an 
end to its prosperity. A city that was once prosperous, known for its prosperity. Its name meant beauty and pleasantness. Can you imagine what is happening in this region? A place that is called beauty and pleasantness. What is beautiful about the story of this woman? What is pleasant about the story of a woman who continues to lose all the men, all the source of provision in her life? What is pleasant about loss? What is pleasant about being a widow? What is pleasant about not just being a widow, but now losing her, not just one of her sons, her only sons. It would therefore mean that she has nothing else left as far as source of provision is concerned. Uh, Yet the city is called a city of beauty and pleasantness. In fact, it said that it was a prosperous city, a city with prosperity. Yet there is someone who has now come into a season where she will have nothing to celebrate as being prosperous because the sources of provisions in her life, the men in her life have all gone. Mm, and that was the story of this woman. The town uh, never, never recovered from this. As the scholars tell us, uh, it remains a tiny settlement even till today. Till today. However, while name may have earned its name from the beautiful view of nature, Jesus enhanced its meaning by choosing that town to bring our life from the dead. Jesus has a way of bringing life out of death. He has a way of bringing life out of death. He has a way of bringing beauty out of a situation that may not look pleasant. He has a way of changing the narration. This was a woman who seemingly may have come to the end of the road for her life or it may look like it has come. The road has come to an end for her but when there was an interception with Jesus uh, there was a change. Nothing, ladies and gentlemen, is more beautiful than the miracle of transformation. And this takes place, or uh, the miracle of transformation that takes place in those who were dead in their transgressions. Uh, dead in sin, dead in all kinds of wrongdoings, uh, transgressions, uh, and simple ways, but are now made alive with Christ. This is what Jesus came to do. Jesus' miracle of resurrection in the town of Nain uh, was for the benefit of those who were present, this crowd, this multitude uh, that were following, both him and the woman. But it also serves as a reminder to all of us, you and I, that are alive today of his promise that whoever, whosoever believes in him, in Jesus, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Now, let's talk about interception a little bit. Interception, uh, you probably wonder, why did you choose this title for this episode? What is interception? Interception simply means uh, the action of fact of preventing someone or something from continuing to a destination. This definition is interesting. The action or fact of preventing someone or something from continuing to a destination. Interception, ladies and gentlemen, means the action of stopping or 
catching something or someone before that thing or person is able to reach a particular place. The interception, the interception stopping something in its track. Something that already set out to advance to a particular destination and then an interception happens and which aim is to stop, to catch, to prevent the continuation of that journey to a destination. Marcosa di Branda, Randa Lakoski, Ikata, something may have been on his way to turn out bad for you. Jesus intercepts. This is the interception that I see in the story is when the company of Jesus intercepts another kind of company. It's not surprising to you that on both sides of the story, there was a company accompanying the main characters. On one hand, you had a great crowd accompanying Jesus, the life. On another hand, you had another great crowd accompanying the widow who was dealing with death. So it means that both life and death both have company. There's crowd around them, around life and around death. <laughs> it's perturbing to me that the crowd were on both sides. And so you must never allow yourself to be fooled by the crowd. It matters what it's accompanying you. It matters what crowd you find yourself in. Jesus, the giver of life, had crowd following him. The woman who was dealing with death also had crowd on her side, the company. The question is, what is accompanying you? Or who are you accompanying? In what company do you find yourself? The company of life? Or the company of death? This year, 2024, you have got to be careful what company you find yourself in. Or what company, you're, what kind of crowd you allow accompany you. Choose your crowd. Choose your company. Choose on what side of the divide you'll find yourself because you cannot allow yourself to be fooled by the crowd. Because the, the presence of the crowd does not mean it's a pleasant story. If you are drawn only by the presence of crowd, um, it might be a mistake. Because the presence of a crowd might not mean that there is a life or that the story within the crowd or amongst the crowd or in the midst of the crowd is that of joy or that that's of, of pleasantness. Because on one hand, you have the woman who is in the city known as a beautiful and a pleasant city, but she had a crowd that were dealing with loss. On another hand, there was Jesus who was life. However, my interest is that there was an interception. Interception. This interception is when the company of Jesus intercepts another company and stops this company from getting to its destination. The doubt which the enemy had wanted to do and get to in your life, God is about to intercept. This is an interception when a certain procession intercepts another kind of procession. 
There is interception is when life intercepts death. Life intercepts death. Death was on his way out of town, heading to the burial site, and life intercepts death. This is when the giver of life intercepts the taker of life. The giver of life intercepts the taker of life. This interception is when gain intercepts pain. Gain intercepts pain. This interception is when is when beauty intercepts reproach. This is when shame or fame intercepts shame. This interception is when joy and laughter intercepts weeping and mourning. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to just stop by today and tell you that there is about to be an interception in your life that what may set out or may have looked like or may be setting out on his way to becoming gloomy, on his way to becoming doom and gloom, on his way to becoming a death situation that God is about to do an interception in your life that in 2024 it's going to be a year of interception where life will intercept anything called death in your life that gains will intercept pain in your life fame will intercept shame in your life beauty will intercept reproach in your life joy and laughter will intercept mourning and weeping and wailing in your life there's about to be glory intercepting your gory stories uh, it's about to be intercepted uh, intercepted by abundance God is about to intercept your life and bring about a new story in the name of Jesus, an interception, an interception that is not going to be how it started, how it's going. It might start up to end in a bad state, but God is going to intercept it. For the Bible tells us that all things works out together for the good of those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. Out of you will come out beauty and pleasantness. It might take a different time. It may have taken already a different term, but I've come to bring you hope. And I say to you, there's going to be an interception. There's going to be an interception. It's not going to end in shame. It's not going to end in pain for you. This year is not going to end in gloom and doom for you. This year is not going to end in disaster for you. This year it's going to end for you in glory. It's going to end in fame. It's going to end in beauty. It's going to end in pleasantness. In the name of Jesus, it's not going to end the way the enemy wanted it. It's not going to end the enemy planned it. It's not going to end the way the thing may look like it's going to end. If it was a negative thing, God is about to intercept positivity. Is about to intercept negativity. Advantage is about to intercept disadvantage. Oh, my, I don't know who you are, what you might be dealing with. Health is about to intercept sickness. That sickness is not unto death, I say to you. Jesus stopped by and said to the young man, arise, 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 arise. And immediately the young man got up and began to speak. You will smile again. There's about to be restoration in your life. There's about to be joy again in your life. You might look like or you might think you've lost everything that you don't have hope.
hope anymore. Hear me and hear me well. There's about to be a turnaround for you. God is about to intercept that which was leading to pain, that which was leading to shame, that which was leading to the grave, that which was leading to destruction. God is about to intercept that which was leading to mourning and weeping and wailing. God is about to intercept it even now and give you joy, give you hope, give you pleasantness, give you beauty, restore that which the enemy may have stolen in the company of his own crowd. God is about to change your company. God is about to change your story. God is about to change the crowd around you, the crowd you find yourself in. You are going to be in a crowd of joy, a crowd of peace, a crowd of testimony, a crowd of success, a crowd of upliftment. God is about to move you out of the wrong crowd into the right crowd in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. There's about to be an interception in your life and so shall it be in Jesus mighty name listen I'm going to let you go I want you to believe what I just said to you tell that to yourself look at yourself in the mirror and say God is going to intercept by his mighty power everything that does not glorify his name in my life. Everything that does not glorify his name in my being, in my existence. God, you have permission to intercept it and change my story, change my situation, change everything that does not glorify your name, that does not reflect who you are in my life. The interception is when Jesus is dead no more you can't take another one you've taken one you've taken several before but this is where we draw the line this is where we stop this is where it changes may that be your story in the name of jesus in the name of jesus your insecurities are about to be intercepted by confidence and boldness in the name of jesus your low self-esteem is about to be intercepted in the name of depression is about to be intercepted. In the name of Jesus, your marriage on the brink of collapse is about to be intercepted. In the name of Jesus. 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 It will not end in pain for you. It will end well for you. It will end in joy. It will end in peace. It will end as a sweet story. In beauty and color. And victory for you. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Listen, before I let you go, I'm going to ask for those of you who do not know Jesus. That's the greatest interception that you can let happen. Allow Jesus intercept the life you were living and change it for his life. And he starts by you accepting him into your life, giving him over your life so you can receive his very life. This is a way, the very life of God. And listen, if you do not know Jesus and you may not have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, or perhaps you're not even sure if you really had saved, you can be sure now. And that is your like if you say this prayer after me right where you are. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe with all of my heart that you are the Son of God and that you came to die for me on the cross at Calvary. Today I accept you into my life. I ask you, come into my life. Change me. 
become my Lord and Savior. I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. And from today, I hand over my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Intercept my life and change it for your honor and for your glory. In Jesus' name. I pray for you that the hand of God will rest upon you. If you've said that prayer, you are born again. Welcome to a new crowd. Welcome to a new company. Welcome to a new life of victory, of joy, of peace, of beauty and color in Christ Jesus. May the Lord be with you, everyone who's listening. May the hand of God rest upon you. Go into this day and to this week and prosper and enjoy and enjoy and shine forth the goodness of God. May the hand of God rest upon you and may the power and the grace of God intercept in your day and in your way everything that is not to his glory everything that will bring you pain and shame and reproach this day and this week i pray that the hand of god the power of god will intercept it and change your story and give you a great day a great week a great month a great year and so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name, go and be all that God has called it to be. Till I come your way again, I remain yours truly. Pastor George, it is well with you.